Happy 2022 to everyone and I wish you all good health and prosperity wherever you are listening in to this episode. This is our first episode of 2022 and our 20th overall. I will not be joined this week by a resident young man Kelvin as he has just joined the workforce and is in a work call right now. Anyways, congratulations Kelvin. I'm sure you're listening in to this. For today's guest, I've just got this to say. When I started this show, he was one of the names on my wish list. So I'm glad to have got him for our show. And as a Sikh, we don't have too many footballers from our community that we can emulate or aspire to become. But our guest today is an exception to that. He played over 100 times for his country and played in the first team and as a captain for the biggest club in Malaysian football, Selangor. And it's none other than Datuk Santok Singh. Sasrikal Datuk Santok Singh Ji. Sasrikal, Sasrikal. How are you doing? Very good, very good. Yeah, thanks for joining us uh, on the show. No problems anytime. I think we we will start the show on a solemn note. Um, you might have received my voice message on uh, Shabby's thoughts on you. He, he was on our show. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago, as you know, we received the tragic news of the untimely death of Sabagat Singh. He was right. a guest on our show and uh, he shared some memories of playing with you. You know, Santok was um, uh, was definitely a big inspiration, uh, but never any pressure. And I was really very, very um, proud uh, when in 1982, when I got my first uh, national team, Malaysian national team call up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, and um, it was the following year in 1983, uh, if I'm not mistaken, where Santok uh, and uh, the likes of Sochin An, they were recalled uh, to the mm-hmm. Malaysian national team. So it was great, you know, reporting for international duty, uh, 1983, you know, and there you are, you know, there's Santong Singh, there's Sochin An in the dining room, you know. I mean, you know, these are like, you know, you know dreams come true, you know. Yeah. You know, as, 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 a, as a young boy growing up in Keluang, uh, Johor, you know, um, you know, one day, you know, I am sitting at the same dining table, sharing the same uh, dining room, you know, mm. uh, that I'm actually living the dream. Uh, when uh, when I was with with Chin An and with Santok and Santok was always very kind. Uh, he, he's a lovable character, very demanding, harsh on the pitch. You know, which he has to be, which is uh, you know important because we all hate losing. You know, yeah. uh, but off the pitch, you know, we talk about gentle giant. You know, Santok he was always there. Uh, you know, with advice. You know, and we discuss the game. And it was kind of, you know, kind of cool because it was So Chin An and Santok Singh as central defenders, mm. and me playing as a uh, as a, a central midfielder. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I did yell at them uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways. Uh, and if uh, for any reason, you know, Chin An was not available, I would partner Santo. You know, if for any reason Santo was not available, I would partner So Chin An. And, you know, God bless them both when they both retired, you know, that's when I ended up, you know, playing in defense, you know. What are your memories of uh, Shabagat Singh? Oh, the memories are, of course, good, but uh, it so happened that uh, unfortunately that he has passed away, which mm. is very sad. And uh, I wish his family all, I mean, take it, take it easy. Come on, uh, I mean, this is part and parcel of life. Uh, honestly, it's a sad, uh, sad thing to have him passing away. Yeah, he's quite young as well. Yeah, uh, 61 years old. Yeah, 61 and, uh, years old. 
very, very, very young age. Yeah. Yeah. Were you there at his funeral? Yeah, I went for the pog. Uh, not pog. I went for the funeral. Saskar. Uh, I, uh, I was there. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, nice way to say goodbye as well to Gabby. Yeah. Of course, of course. A good, uh, nice way to say goodbye to a good friend uh, who was always in my thoughts. Mm. Very nicely said. And uh, Shabby, the family of Shabby Singh, I think who, if you're listening in, I think they just got to say, you know, he will forever be remembered by us All here right. at Backpass with Russ. Yeah. Right. So the two of you, Shabby and yourself, you share a similarity and that is you both support Tottenham Hotspur. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know, how do you start supporting Tottenham Hotspur? I started supporting Tottenham Hotspur because why I come from a kampong where I panas. Uh-huh. And uh, I played for a team called Hotspurs. Okay. Uh, my team was called Hotspurs. Uh-huh. And uh, we became very famous. And today, till today, that Kampong name is still there, Hotspurs. And uh, so I followed Hotspurs all the way from that time. Okay. What year was that roughly? Do you remember? Oh, I'm talking about the uh, 60s, 70s. Ah, right. Okay, okay. And as a Spurs fan, what has been your most uh, memorable experience? Memorable experience is uh, I always wanted them to be champions, which I I I am not that kind of follower. So I hope that they will be within the four, within the four placings, and uh, that's all I can say. Because why, you know, they play they play a while little. A little while they play well, a little uh, while they play bad. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame anybody, but uh, I wish them all the best of luck. And I love to see them being number one, of course. Mm. But uh, I will be contented with if they can just be within the four places. Four. Okay. Um, your all-time favorite Spurs player? Ah, my all-time Spurs player. I don't know whether you remember Steve Perryman. Okay, yeah, I, I've heard of him. Yep. Yeah. He Steve played centre back as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So, do you model your game upon uh, Steve Perryman? No, I don't model my game uh, towards uh, uh, with uh, Steve Perryman because why? Our system of play here is different mm. from their system of play. Mm. Okay. Moving on from uh, Spurs, of course. Um, you were part of the Malaysia Golden Era. You missed out on the 1974 Asian Games bronze medal winning team due to an injury. No, no, no. I, I was there. Oh, you were there? I okay. was there. Okay, so uh, my, my it, research it, was wrong then. I know. The, uh, yeah, your research is wrong because why? In 74, I was there, but I was a reserve. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was part of the team. Okay. So in '74 we played, uh, we won in Tehran. Uh-huh, yes, yes, Tehran. We, we, uh, we became the bronze medalist, beating uh, North Korea. Mm. That's a remarkable feat, you know. I mean, I got. I'll tell you my stories uh, of what I've heard with you shortly. Uh, okay. You won the Sea Games gold medal in 1977 and '79 as well. Yes. And we all know you qualified for the 1980 Olympics, but uh, for political reasons. Malaysia did not participate in that Olympic Games. All right. All right. And um, of course, hun- over 100 caps for your nation is fantastic achievement. Yeah. What, what would you say was the secret? 
for the success in that period ah the success of that period is i would say i can't take that uh, success to myself mm. but i would say it was a team event and we all played as a team yeah every single one of you every single one of us played our our positions and uh, played our uh, like what they said we kept to our strategies mm. and i think um, coming back to the point you made about uh, beating north korea my mamas they would always be talking you know about malaysia being so good back in the day that it could beat south korea and japan and countries like this they were you know big powerhouses in back in the time even today there are big powerhouses in asian football yes. and malaysia could hold their own against these countries and and you know beat them so they always talk about those those years of uh, malaysian football all right yeah so north north korea as well you just mentioned uh, anyways those listening in there are, there are bound to be going to be some punjabi words going to be thrown in in this our conversation here today So no I'll, problems no problem i will problem. just uh, translate for those who do not know punjabi mama would relate to my maternal uncles okay. so my yeah my mother's brothers mm-hmm. and uh, okay now i'm going to show you some pictures of your former teammates in the malaysian national team i want you to share with us um about these players because you know okay. we could have listeners that like me who never seen you guys play at all we've always heard about all the stories about your teams and how you guys have played and how well you played so yeah, please go ahead yeah please uh, share with us so this is the first person we're going to share here you go recognize oh, him yes of course my good and good buddy armugam yeah dato armugam nah, nah dato armugam yeah please uh, share with us some stories you have about oh, him he was a good player and uh, always uh, the loud mouth for oh. Okay, always uh, you know scolding people to do their best, and uh, which which took us very far. Uh huh. I, I mean, as a goalkeeper, I'm sure he's got to be vocal, right? Yes, yes, and he was very, very vocal. Uh, and he was known <laughs> as Spider Man. Yes, he was yeah. known as Spider Man because of his long, long hands. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure we might have made some really great saves in the back in the day. Oh, yes, he made Top some corner. fantastic, fantastic saves. He made some fantastic saves and some stupid mistakes. Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like the hard balls he could save, but uh, easy balls he could let in. Okay, but he was a great, great goalkeeper. All right, cool. So next person is this guy here. Tauke. Oh, Tauke. Oh, I. Why is he known as Tauke? Tell us. Oh, oh that one. Uh, I don't know because why. Uh, it came. It came a household name Tauke. So we stick to that. Mm. And uh, he was a good, cool centre back. Uh, always with experience guiding one another. Mm. And uh, he was a cool, uh, cool chap. Okay, that's Dato Sochinan here with yes. yourself, Dato Santosh Singh. Yes, yes. Correct. Nice beard, I must say. Very nice yeah, beard. At that time, uh, that time, uh, of course, I what I I kept the beard because uh, this is. I think if I'm not mistaken, this is a 1980 uh, photograph. Okay, 
19 could be 1970 something you got some medal that you've won yeah yeah this is i think uh, if i'm not mistaken the olympic uh, medal okay uh, not olympic medal uh, oh. the qualification qualification medal. okay nice in fact uh, i don't i'm not sure if you know but uh, alexan has come up with this 1980 jersey now yeah uh, th- like this one i'm wearing is also from alexan yes yeah so they've they've just uh, reproduced the 1980 uh, malaysia jersey yeah uh, so they are your home and away jersey now the final one this chap here the oh, late Mok- great the late mokta adato moktadari yes ah what a he striker he was uh, to me he was a very very good striker mm. and very committed towards whatever he wanted to do mm. uh and very very hard working Mm. Uh, and uh, always kept to his principles he was a man of principles okay and he was i'm sure very fast player strong oh yeah at, at at his age at that time he was super fast okay uh, good in the air i guess okay yes good good in the air he was basically good in everything that he could do mm. fantastic Uh, any other teammates you want to talk about from your Malaysian national team Hassan Sani maybe oh i i would like to say that uh, i mean i am uh, specifically i would pick the 1980 squad okay. because that is the squad that qualified for olympics yeah. and after that we did not qualify for any olympics i would love to say my uh, heartfelt Congratulations to all the players who have participated in that Olympic squad. Mm. Uh, of course, uh, like the late Armugam, uh, Mokhtar, uh, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Dato Sochinan, uh, what, uh, James Wong, Dato Jamal Nasir, mm. uh, Harun Juso, uh, David Ren, uh, I would speak uh, Khaled Ali, Uh, Abdullah Ali, uh, Bakri Ibni, uh, Hassan Sani, James Wong. Oh, I would say thank you for being my teammates and uh, representing the country that we loved for and qualifying for the Olympics. Mm, cool, cool. Nice, nice to know. You remember all their names. You know that shows the camaraderie you guys have. You know? Yes, I. Uh, we still have a camaraderie because. We have got a uh, uh, ex-international association mm. where we always keep intact with all our past players and present players. Ah, okay, nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, actually, there was something I wanted to ask you. I forgot. Please. Just uh, we just slipped my mind. Okay. okay, you played for Slango, right? Nine Malaysia Cups you won as a captain. Yeah, not as a captain. Uh, Tom as a the, captain. Uh, towards the end, I was a captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won. Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I played in 13 Malaysia Cup games, mm-hmm. and I won nine gold medals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and um, I'm sure you had many battles with Singapore during that time because you know oh. this show. I am based in Singapore currently, and this show, okay. well, it goes goes out to Singapore as well. So, what do you remember of uh, of your battles against Singapore in those years? A battle against Singapore, of course, it was. Uh, I would say, like uh, what they said, uh, 
neighbor neighboring uh, neighboring fight between uh. Singapore and uh, Malaysia. That time there, when you, whenever you play Singapore, they take you like Malaysia against Singapore. Okay. So doesn't I mean, matter which state you play. Which state you play? Okay. So it was uh, like what they said, uh, a neighbor neighborhood uh, fight. Uh. Who is a better team? Uh, like like brothers, I guess. Yes, of course. We still keep in touch. Like I do keep in touch with Samad Ali Pichai, mm. Mandi Ahmad, and all. And then we have got a tournament called Sultan Slango Cup, yeah. which we participate. But it so happened during the COVID, we could not play for the past three years. Yeah. So I hope I hope this year I'll get to meet them again. Yeah. So what do you remember about coming to play in the national stadium in Singapore? The, the crowd must have been crazy. Oh, the crowd, the crowd was crazy and the crowd was superb. You know, mm. but of course, every time they would like to boo the Malaysians. Yeah. I mean, it goes without saying. Yeah. I mean, when you play in Singapore, they support the Singaporeans. But when you play in Malaysia, we, the Malaysians will support us. Yeah. So it's vice versa. Yeah. Good memories. Yes. Now I remember what I wanted to say about the Malaysian squad. Any best friends you had in the Malaysian squad? Uh, I not to say I had any best friends. Uh, we were all good friends. Mm. Of course, best friends I can't have at the field. I have got one or two best friends who are still uh, attached to me. But uh, those were good friends. And uh, I would say good friends where we still keep on in touch with one another. Mm. And... Uh, I I kind of miss that togetherness now. Mm, okay. Anyone you can name that you were probably closest to? I was closest to, of course, Isabaka. Okay. Why is that so? Uh, because why we were we wherever we went, we were roommates. Uh, so we became so attached to one another okay. that uh, I still have him in my memories. Nice. And that team really was uh, in its true sense Satu Malaysia, right? Yes, it was a real one Malaysia team. Of different races coming together to represent the country. Fantastic. Yes, that's a fantastic thing. I, I would say it was a very united uh, united team. And mm. it was fantastic. I mean, I want to be point blank. Is, uh, nowadays, you don't get that. Yeah, unfortunately, I do have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, when you see the national team nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on, the last question for this segment. For Slango, you played against Boca Juniors once yeah. upon a time, a friendly. Yes. And in that yeah. Boca Juniors team, he was captained by a certain Maradona. Diego Maradona. What was it like playing against him? Oh, it was a, he was a very, very nippy player. Mm. And it was very hard to mark him. Mm. But uh, we had to contain him. So, but we contained him a little bit. Of course, it was a man-to-man marking. Uh-huh. So, we did not let him out of our sight. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, the scoreline, I think, was 2-1 or 3-2. I really don't know. But somewhere where, where we did not lose heavily. Uh, yeah. You lost with pride. Yes, we lost with pride. And he was a good, good player. Yeah, I'm sure he might have, uh, you know, when you probably chop him down or something, he might have said something to you in, in Spanish. 
Oh, that one I I won't be able. Yeah, to you understand. would you wouldn't know. Maybe you would have yeah. replied to him in Punjabi. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> of course, no. <laughs> yeah. On that point, also, I'm just curious to know. Um, on the pitch, have you ever like you know, give out any Punjabi gala to players? Yeah, uh, of course, there are a few. Of course, where I can't uh, tell you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be very personal. Yeah. Of course, of course, you when it you get out. Sometimes you want to get it out of your chest. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes the only words can come out is Punjabi, uh. and Punjabi, you know, they won't understand. The yeah. people who are standing next to you won't understand. Yeah. So you let loose, lah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the benefit. That's the benefit of being a minority, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Dato. We're done with segment one, where we look back your career in the past as as a footballer. Okay. In segment two, we're gonna look at the present, and uh, we'll join you after the short break. Oh, okay. Negarabu. Every morning, the national anthem. We believe if if the players singing. The national anthem. That means national pride would also come into their body, into their mind. That was the main reason. All right, we're back now in segment two with Dato Santo Singh Ji. Just shared with us some great stories from his playing career. Now we're going to talk about the present. Dato Santo, you are currently an ambassador with PJ City, Petaling Jaya City Football oh, Club. So how did that come yes. about? Oh, it came about because why earlier it was known as uh, MIFA, mm-hmm. Malaysian Indian Football Association. Yeah. So and then uh, there was some uh, things, and then and then it was uh, taken over by PJ City Football Club, mm-hmm. and then which uh, PJ City Football Club is doing fantastic because why now they have got all about. Last two years, they got all local, all, all local players, yeah, which is fantastic. Mm. And so, and then the management also giving these locals a chance mm. to show what they can do with locals. Yeah. So for the upcoming season, can you share with us some plans they have? I think coming season they are having some plans, uh, which of course I won't be able to voice it out now. But you, that if only the supporters can come and watch the team play, it will be fantastic. There are going to be many many changes, mm. and I think the team is expected to be within the four. Oh, top four, uh, top four, and now uh, which is a good sign for mm. PJ City. Yeah. Okay. Gonna look out for BJ City now for next year. Yes. Season. Yes. I know they they signed a couple of players from Negeri Sembilan. All right. Yeah, Arun Kumar and Bharat Kumar. Yeah. Yeah. So know those two players well. Ah, uh, from from uh, PJ City, of course. We're gonna talk about your former club, Selangor. Selangor is known as Manchester United of Malaysia, and like the real Manchester United, they are also struggling right now. Uh, what has probably happened to Slango in this point of time that they are struggling? Oh, that one because you honestly ask me, I am not following a lot of Slango games, mm. uh, but uh, I still keep in touch. But I think uh, they they are changing too many players too fast, mm. and they seem to be changing 
coaches and it will make a lot of difference you know you mm. can't be keep on changing coaches you can't be keep on changing players mm. i mean we got to have that's that uh stability stability and then you let them play together then you will see results i think slango wants a result today you know which is quite difficult like when we played our time it took us quite some time to really come into it and click as a team okay hmm. so that in a way whatever you've mentioned is also the same problem manchester united is having right now uh, of course i'm not i'm not a grand follower of manchester united yeah uh, i i think you are yeah <laughs> I am I am a fan yeah. Okay, um okay. what about Tottenham? How do you think they're doing this season so far under Antonio so, Conte now? I uh, so far they did well but uh, last night's game they lost to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh I I feel pity for them. Mm. If no if they had won that game I think they will be number 2. But now yeah, close to that number 3 I guess yeah. Yes now close to that. but still they've got one or two more games in hand yeah two I games they, yeah i hope they win both the games mm. and uh, they'll be of course they'll be the number, number two mm. all right good luck good luck to tottenham thank you um malaysia the malaysia national team they didn't have a very good showing at the recent aff cup i attended two games here in singapore when uh, when mm. i was here Right. And uh, so there was a post mortem that recently was concluded, and you know nothing much really significant came out of it. Um, I guess the findings from that post mortem, some people do not trust it to be the truth. Some trust it to be the truth. You know, we do not know what the actual the reality is mm. of uh, that situation and why Malaysia did so poorly in this recent AFF Suzuki Cup. And also now they've hired a new man. from South Korea Kim Pangun what is your opinion on the the state of the Malaysian national team today uh the state of the national team i think is rubbish <laughs> you honestly ask me i'm telling the truth it's rubbish because why i that's what when they, when they talking about uh, they had this uh, what postmortem postmortem That's what I till today I wanted to ask anybody who can answer me this question. Why did they only register twenty-four players? Uh, they did answer that question, but uh, I remember they, they they said that they had like a uh, twenty-five players. They had thirty players. Then there were a few of them that pulled out due to injury. Some. one person couldn't make it because of family reasons and then when they reached oh. singapore there were some players that got covid but in that sense i would think that if those players that cannot make it they got injured players cannot travel or you know they got fam- for family reasons they got pull out from the squad whatever i'm sure there are so many other malaysian players you can still call up in their place and make up the thir- 30 men squad if, you know if that you know to me if i was a coach I would take the second team and go. Mm. If I lose, so what? It's a good experience for the players. Yeah, I mean, eventually they did lose. In anyways, they still got knocked out in the first stage. Yeah. Ah, so it makes no difference if you are taken the younger team 
it would give them an experience and they would want to prove to them that they can play better football mm. like the under 23 players yes i'm talking well, about like... under under 23 players mm. they should take them and what's your opinion on this whole naturalization of players i think it's rubbish i uh, yeah i agree <laughs> I do I do not agree with that at all because international football should always be about players that are born there. I'm fine with players that are of heritage, you know, that have yeah. a Malaysian uh, line, you know, Malaysian blood in them or parents one of parents is Malaysian. I'm fine that, with that. That I solely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but I would want to take a foreigner to be play uh, naturalized play, uh, player. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I I would rather just, you know, you like what you say, you call up a young player. I'd rather do that. Yes. I would better lose than bring somebody else. Mm. Because like okay. that guy also isn't really, you know, putting his heart out there for the team. He's just there. He's just uh, there for the money. Yeah. Mercenary, that's what they call him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dato, got to ask you about uh this thing in our community of course in malaysia and in singapore i'm sure there are many sick footballers that are talented they are, you know play very yeah. well yeah that. but um, why do you think there's been like really no one really coming out through since of course the last person was shabby you see i i i really also don't know mm. there are a lot of six who are good footballers yeah but they're not coming out to represent the state or the country because i think they feel dejected not getting selected ah uh, so because you think I, there's no equal opportunity for them to me i think it's the way they think ah uh, mentality then mentality the way you think ah uh, just because somebody does not get there you doesn't mean you give up hope and not try mm, yeah fair I mean, point yes you go and knock on the doors you knock on the doors you the, you will be given a chance you know yeah what do you think about maybe could could it be also that you know parents nowadays are you know are pushing their kids away from sports and you know getting them in the traditional jobs uh, your lawyers your engineers and whatever uh, else there me, is to me that also could be part of the reason mm. and uh, most all punjabis always wanted to be money lenders <laughs> yes <laughs> in malaysia yeah so, in malaysia so you know for them is a big deal yeah correct correct i mean you can i mean you can't blame the parents also yeah i mean yourself as a as a parent as well your any of your kids made it into oh no 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 they did not because why uh, they were not uh, not interested So I just left it. I uh, said I leave it to you. Okay, okay, fair point. So and you, as you are also aware, there's this tournament called the Gudwara Cup yes. in our community. And um, how is it beneficial for Sikh footballers having a tournament like that? Uh, you see, uh, beneficial in for the Sikh boys is because why they get to meet a lot of new new friends. Mm. and then they get uh, to experience what it is to play among one another hmm. but do you think it helps in their development 
As in, do you think they could, you know, by playing here in the Godora Cup, they could potentially be scouted by one of the clubs in Malaysia or even I in Singapore? I, I don't think so. Yeah. Because why? Like this Godora Cup, it only happens once a year. Yeah. Uh, so, only about one month before the tournament, all the boys get together. Uh, it is not like your, I think your Kalsa club is, they play in the league and yeah, yeah. they got a team. Yeah. Uh, so, yours, your ways and our ways are different. Mm. Ours is when the Gurdwara is come, a Gurdwara Cup is coming, uh, then you have training. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. Not, I know. If not, all is forgotten. Yeah. I, I played for Negris Milan uh, in the Gurdwara Cup and I, exactly what you said happened. Uh, that was back in the year 2000 and I played for Negris Milan. So, oh, you know, okay. so like what you say, you know, just one month or a few weeks before the tournament, they got together. The coach also uh, is not really there. It's sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not there. He's not really watching, yeah. not really supervised the training yeah. session. Yeah. yeah. So that, that is the state of uh, Godora Cup. So yeah, true. All right. So that brings us to the end to this segment. I think in the following segment, we're just going to do something fun, get to know you a bit as a person. Um, just going to ask you a few things. What are your, what are your hobbies like? Oh, my hobbies now is I'm retired. I'm relaxing at home. Mm. So I, uh, I move around here and there. Uh, like I am an ambassador for PJCT. Yeah. So if they have games, I go and watch them play. Mm. And uh, at the same time, I go to Slangon Club because I'm a soccer section member there. Okay. So I go and watch them playing football. I keep myself uh, busy and uh, moving around. Mm. Do you still play football? No, I don't. Oh, you I, don't. you to be honest, I given up playing for a couple of years because I'm scared of my heart. Ah, right, right, right. Okay, okay. So, what do you do after you retired as a footballer? After I retired as a footballer, I like I coached the Godwara Cup. Okay. That is uh, KL or Slango? I'm uh, Slango. Okay. And uh, I keep myself uh, moving here and there. That's all. Uh. Mm. I don't uh, really keep myself involved in uh, state soccer or the national soccer. Mm. Because uh, a lot of people won't like me for my mouth. <laughs> yeah, very honest. Very honest. Yeah. I am an outspoken player. Yeah. I will say what I need to say. I mm. won't hide anything from anybody. Mm. I think I've got my principles. <laughs> okay. Um, on that note, uh, do you work, do you manage to, like after retiring as footballer, do you work in a regular job or nothing? Not, nothing no, else? I used to work with PKNS. Okay. Uh, then after that, I retired. Uh, I then, uh, I joined uh, Puma and I was working with them for a couple of years. Mm. And after my retirement, I just, I just keep myself busy here and there. Okay. And um, would, would you say when you were growing up, you watched a lot of football on TV? Uh, I would say no, because why I, I was staying next to a field. So I used to see the field Life. more often. Uh. Ah. Live games, yeah. Live games, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, are you a big fan of uh, Bollywood movies? Uh, I 
I'm not a fan, but I love to see movies. Mm. Okay, so what what kind of movies you like then? Hollywood, Bollywood. I I like uh, that uh, old old stories about Peter uh, and uh, all that kind of things. Okay, old Punjabi movies then. Old Punjabi movies. So you you're talking about movies like Batwara and uh, yeah, Long yeah. Dalishkara. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I I remember I was. I grew up watching those kind of movies as well. Yeah, yeah. Last month as, as the actor. Correct. Yeah. So I I'm sure for in terms of Bollywood you like the old songs. I I love a few one two uh, songs. Mm. Uh, what what's your favorite? <laughs> I of course often now I cannot tell. Okay, I, okay. <laughs> All right. You know this show is named uh, An Evening with Dato Santok Singh. Oh, I got I, the the inspiration comes from an old Bollywood movie called An Evening in Paris. Okay, you would have, of course, you would have known of that movie. But I just was curious to know how come all of a sudden uh, you came out with my name. Well, I've I've always wanted to interview you hmm. as a as a Sikh fellow Sikh. Okay. You know, I always oh. wanted to interview you, you know about your career, your life. Story in in some sense as well. So that's all. That's why I say at the start of the show, you one of the names on my wish list of people oh. I wanted to interview. Okay. And uh, thanks okay. thanks to the guys at Plot Malaysia, they interviewed you. They are my friends, so I managed oh. to get your contact. Oh, yeah. And uh, you are you are most welcome. Anytime you can get in touch with me, nothing right. to worry. Thank you very much. And and in fact, it's very nice to know that. Uh, I'm just going to share this with everyone that you know. Since making touch with uh, Dato Santok Singh Ji every morning, he wishes me good morning. <laughs> of course, that's <laughs> my good. style of keeping seal in the circle. Okay, okay. Um, favorite drinks? What do you got? Liquor? What? A hard liquor or what? Anything? Anything you <laughs> like? Uh, you see, I'm I a non-drinker to... like Shabby. So. Oh, I I used to drink. But uh, I stopped now after you know I had my problems in mm. uh, way back about twelve thirteen years ago. Okay. So I used to be a good beer drinker. Okay. I uh, love my beer, uh-huh. but uh, after what went through, I gave gave up, and now I, 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 I don't make it a point to drink. Mm. But once in a while, if I meet somebody and I want two beers, uh, that's it. Okay, or or if you had a wedding or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, last one, favorite food. Favorite food is crab curry. Crab curry, oh, <laughs> nanda. We call it nanda, right? Yeah, nanda. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you for taking the time out to speak to us, Dato Santo Singh. Okay, thank you. But I think uh, don't call me Dato Dato lah. No point. I okay. think. Just be friends. Okay. Dato, that one we go for functions or anything, and then okay lah. Yeah, okay. we are like uh, friends. All right, all right. So I, I'll call you Santok Singh then. Please, sir. Please. Okay. Thank you very much for taking your time out to speak to us, Santok Singh. Thank uh, you. Wish you all the best in your life and uh, future as well, and hopefully we can meet up again. Yeah, sure do. Thank you very much for the wonderful conversation. I would say we should meet up in person. Ah, uh, anytime, anytime. Yeah. Whenever you are down, you give me a tinkle. 
might be I can meet you somewhere. No All problem. Right. Have, we can have a tetari or what? All right, sure, <laughs> sure. We'll do. Okay. Thanks no a lot. Problem. So with that, I bring to the end this episode called An Evening with Datuk Santok Singh. Goodbye and till we meet again. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao.